Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Fan to A Fan, episode 16, the safe place where I'm allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people in society. I'm your host, Frenice Coupe, and I hope you will remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, so today, I would like to dive into a more serious topic in the series that um, I'm excited about, excited about doing, because as you guys know, I'm interested in politics and shaming people. So um, this series would be called Put You to Shame, okay? And uh, it's, it's a segment I would like to record in the future, but um, as for now, um, I would just be, uh, you know, not record like, like record like on a video camera, but for now, I would just like to do it over here, like over this, over this, uh, format on the podcast. Um, but I feel like it was necessary to, uh, start right now because a serious thing happened, uh, a couple days ago and it's right now, it's right now it is hot topic and my in uh, America right now and if everyone knows what it is like if unless you've been living under some type of rock or something but the um overturning of Roe v Wade and um at first I did not want to speak about it because um because I felt like I had no more to add to the discussion I feel like it's common sense it they should have never un, you know overturned it they're hypocrites they're partisan but i was surprised to see that so many people my age actually agree with it and how many people are misinformed about the issue so why not give my input if i can sit here and argue in the facebook comments then i can talk about it here on this platform that I have so like I said you never know who's listening and you never know whose mind you might change it's more productive than arguing in the comment section trust me so so that's so that's what I would like to talk talk about today and um people assume it's the Republican Party it's the Republican Party yes yes that's a big huge giant part of the issue but it's more than just the Republicans. You see, quote-unquote, Democrats or people who were against Trump that support this. And it's for different reasons. So I would just group them into pro-lifers in general. And, yes, so you don't have to be a, a Republican to be a pro-lifer. Those terms are not interchangeable, okay? And it's just sad to see how many young people, how many misinformed people there are out there about this issue. So, um, I would like to talk about these pro-lifers and just my overall view on the, uh, result, the decision of, of the case. And, um... Like I said, pro-lifers in general who are hypocritical, illogical, and selfish. 
to be concerned with someone else's body and refuse science in general. That's ridiculous. And I'm here to break down my main points on this issue. So on the first installment of Put You to Shame, I will be shaming these pro-lifers. Let's get into it. All right. Um, so the first point I want to touch on is uh, the partisan um, politics right now in America in general. And if you don't know, just the strong division of the Democratic and Republican Party. And people are willing to take this to an extreme and to the point where people aren't allowed to get together, work together, and come up with a solution for the people that they're allegedly serving. And I'm not seeing this. They're not serving the people who voted them in. They are serving their own self-interest. They're serving their party. They are not serving the interests of the people. The fact that these two parties can get together and come up with a bill for infrastructure. I didn't know that was a partisan issue in the first place. Like, fix the roads. Fix the roads. I shouldn't be hitting the pothole off the e-way. <laughs> they can't even do that. Can't even come up with anything. Anything for for gun laws. You don't have to take it to that extreme. But this is what's happening right now. People are taking it to, to the extreme. And they're selfish. They're only serving themselves. And although, if you guys didn't know, I do identify as a Democrat. And, yeah, sometimes we can be extreme, but it's it's obvious who is the more extreme party in this case, based off the way these, um, these, these decisions are happening and stuff. And then one party is shamed more for doing, say, if the Democratic Party <clears throat> did exactly what the Republican Party was doing, it would be a rage, rage fest, rage fest, rage fest. And it's just sad how the Republican Party gets a, gets away with so much. They get away with so much. So much. And we can't do anything about it because we're not in power. You voted in these politicians not because they're going to serve you the best, but because they're going to serve their party and whoever that leader is. So think about that. You think every Republican agrees with this uh, Supreme Court decision. I'm not going to group everyone into one thing, but it's a ride or die. It's a ride or die mentality. And this is what these people are doing. The fact that most Americans, you know, disagree with this decision. And it was able to still get passed in the Supreme Court. What does that show? What does that show, honestly? So just just think about that. Just just think about these people you're voting in. And are they really serving you? I think not. And besides the, the partisan politics point, politicians, you know the rep politicians have in general. 
But why are Supreme Court justices being partisan too? Why are they being partisan? You expect politicians to be to be liars, to be selfish, to serve themselves, but you have these judges who aren't supposed to have a biased opinion and they're being biased and they're making decisions like this based off of their political beliefs. And that is sad to see this day and age because you have these individuals that were appointed that serve these lifetime terms, that serve these lifetime terms, and they're probably going to be there forever and ever and ever and ever unless they're impeached. And we can't vote on these people. The president um, appoints these people. The president appoints these people. We're not even allowed to to vote on these these partisan judges that that make these important decisions that affect so many people on a large scale. So many people on a large scale. And then we have these extremist politicians that come in, because I just told you, partisan. And they want to appoint these judges quickly, 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 quickly. Quickly, 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 quickly. And I was, I listened to uh, Brian and Tyler Cohen, one of my favorite uh, guys on, on YouTube, but he was showing clips of um, the uh, Supreme Court con- confirmations when, um, when the, the, the house was, was um, questioning the, uh, the, uh, the justice that the president appointed or whatever. And the, blatant lies that they told just to get on that bench the blatant lies they told it's ridiculous they are not looking out for the people they're looking out for the for themselves and for their party and like i said one party is more extreme than the other it's clear it's so clear it's clear in the fact how when Barack Obama tried to appoint a Supreme Court judge uh, near the end of his term, Republicans blocked it. Mitch McConnell said, you can't appoint a Supreme Court judge at the end of your term. You can't do it. You can't do it. And then we have 2020 after Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. And that's sad, like, okay, to, to diverge, you know. But the fact that she had cancer, like, four times, she broke her hip, her ribs, everything, and she just stayed alive, tried to stay alive so long just so Trump would not appoint another crazy judge like he did with Brett Kavanaugh. She stayed on that bench. She served her duty. And it's sad that she had to get to to that point. She had to go to that extreme. And she did it for us. She did it for us, for people who still had integrity. (laughs) She was one of the good ones. And she fought for her life, and she stayed on that bench. And that's why I would be forever grateful for her. But to get back to the point of the hypocrisy... So, 
they want to so after she dies uh, trump is so quick so quick to replace her and keep in mind this is 2020 it's about to be the election cycle in, in november and i believe she passed away in september august or september of 2020 and he was so quick so quick to find somebody to replace him and the republicans didn't block that because there was a majority in the uh senate do you not see the hypocrisy because if mitch mcconnell actually wanted to follow the constitution and since he respects it so much then don't you think he would do the same in the opposite case with Donald Trump because Donald Trump was an important judge at the end of his term and keep in mind Obama had more months left than uh, Trump in, in, in comparison this doesn't make any type of sense it doesn't make any type of sense. And I just feel like these, these, these extreme people that these presidents appoint, Republicans appoint. They don't think, they think they're the best person to suit their agenda. And although Trump was in office for four years, these these the judges he appointed will last for life so so to say it's over trump's gone no no he left for last the impact in that way and yeah you want to blame want to blame biden for everything you want to blame biden no a lot of it was undoing trump's trump's actions and whatever whatever he did he's trying to undo all of that and you can't undo this with, with these Supreme Court justices. It was a pure partisan decision to even bring up Roe v. Wade again. It's fine. It's good. Why bring it up when there are bigger issues going on? Why bring it up? And that actually actually drives me into my next point about this serving as a distraction. It's a distraction. Why bring it up? Why bring it up right now when you have a pandemic, a literal pandemic going on around the world? You still have poor people. You still have black and brown people treated in this way, treated in a certain way in this country. And you're not going to do anything about that. Are you going to do anything about the gun laws? Wasn't it just another mass shooting? That we're all so used to now. It doesn't shock anyone in the country. And we should not be used to it. But yet we are. Can you look into that? But no. You look into Roe v. Wade. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding. Like. Why now? <laughs> Why now? And there's so many things going on right now. And you just want to make it harder on people. Make, you're going to make it harder, harder on people for no good reason. It's sad to see. 
it's really sad to see how we have so much things going on in this world right now and yet you focus on Roe v. Wade to take us back in time. And this is where the biggest show. Because imagine all those other court cases that they're going to overturn. Imagine. And whether or not you're celebrating this moment or not. Yeah, well, till till it affects you, you're going to care. You're going to care. You're definitely going to care. So if you want to celebrate now, yeah, we're, we're being set back. We're being set back. And you're not getting the, the bigger issue. The, the bigger issues going on in society right now. And you want to celebrate this. Okay. You want to bring up this. They want to make it an issue when everything's fine. Okay. 50 years. And you want to bring it up now. Great. That's definitely not suspicious at all. And another thing. I thought it was a separation between church and state. Like, I'm not understanding. I'm I'm really not understanding how most of the defenses I see, uh, people, they're not Republican per se, but they're just Jesus lovers. And I say that with air quotes. I said with air quotes, honestly, these, these Jesus, these, these good Christians who are so, so against, they are, they are so happy that this happened in their only defense about why it, this is a good thing is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then they, they put a Bible verse up there and I'm just like, this is proving and then I can't even go because I don't have a Bible here. And I'm like, okay, let me see if like this is for real, for real right here. You're not a Jesus. Like it's a separation between church and state. So whether you you believe that or not, like you believe in God, you believe in God. Okay. You think it's wrong to get an abortion. Don't get an abortion. Why are you worried about other people? Not every single person in America is Christian. Again, we're taking it back. I thought we were moving forward. I thought I thought we were moving forward, but no. We're just taking it back, back, further, further, further. You using Catholicism, Christianity to defend this law. To to to, to defend this law, to, to defend this being overturned. Do you really ex- expect this ugh, Christianity, Christianity, Christianity. What does that have to do with the the Constitution? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, really? Why is that people's only defense? Why is that people's main defense? I'm not understanding this. And to build on that, what I was saying about not necessarily after, having to be a Republican to be a pro-lifer. Um... Yeah, Democrats, Democrats, quote unquote. Not all Democrats are pro-choice. And I just feel like more people need to be aware of that before they want to just attack this, before they attack the Republican Party. It's so many things to attack the Republican Party on. Um, But I've met Democrats that 
you know, and then they, they quote it, like I said, with a Bible verse. I'm just like, where, why is this? Why did you place this right here? What am I doing with that? And why are you concerned? Why are you concerned? It's just the fact that, that they're really concerned about other people. Like, that's you. Don't get an abortion if you don't want an abortion. If you go to church and pray, pray to God, go pray to God. Do, do what you want to do. But what does that have to do with other people? What does that have to do with other people? Do, do you think you're spreading the word of God by, um, you know, by just being pro-life per se and being in other people's business? Because it's like you're selectively, you were, you, you know, choosing what you want to follow. And deeming things is wrong, you want to deem things is wrong. You're selectively following the Bible because last time I checked... You're gambling. Uh, you're not loving thy neighbor. You're having premarital sex. You're doing all of that. You were doing all of the above. Check, check, check. Oh, someone else wants to get an abortion. That's my business. This is the right of God. Blah, blah, blah. You don't go to church. You don't go to church. You don't do any of that. And then now you want to act like the biggest Jesus lover to, to defend this. Because you don't have science. You really, you don't have science, which, which builds upon this point. You're ignoring science to say that you're physically killing a baby when it's a fetus. You again, it's that selectively choosing what you want to believe, but facts are facts. You know, you have the facts laid out on the table. You choose to believe it or not, but it's, it's still the truth. Whatever you think in your head is still the truth because that's why it's a fact. It's not an opinion to say we're killing babies. <laughs> and let me tell you the times when you do love science or, you know, if you are a prolifer, so I'm going to say you. When you love science when the new iPhone is coming out. When you can take nice clear pictures with the new newly advanced camera. And all the, the the features, the the uh, facial uh, recognition with your mask. Oh, you love that. That's science. That's technology. Okay, that's the only time you like science. You don't like science when it's when it's pertaining to this issue. You can't be selective about facts because facts are the facts are facts at the end of the day. Seriously. Seriously, you want to go back in time, but be forward in time at the same, you know, at the same time. You can't be both. You can't, you don't, you know, you want to throw it back to a time where abortion is illegal. You want to, you know, throw, throw it back to a time, you know, with all of that. You, you know, you, you where, uh, Christ, where Christians, where people are making decisions based off of religion. You want to throw it back to a time. But you want to go forward in time when 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 you got these nice, you know, devices out for you, laid out for you. Okay. You you really you just really picking and choosing here for an issue that doesn't even affect you. And um I would like to talk now about uh my personal experience and what I'm surprised to see. 
and not surprised, but I've just observed this. The black community, some people in the black community with this issue, and I don't know about other minorities, minority groups. I'm not going to speak on that because I'm not too, I didn't experience that. But I can say I'm seeing a lot of people in the black community using that God defense. <laughs> You're using that that God the defense like like Christianity wasn't forced upon on our ancestors when they brought us here on the slave boat, <laughs> or or whatever. Or if your parents did actually um, come from Africa, it was still Christianity was forced upon us, and yet you're using this to to drive your line of thinking. And with this issue with the black community and that. I really see the alignment with the Republican Party in terms of these type of issues, in terms of abortion. And also, I saw the same pattern with the vaccine. And you don't hear about that. You just hear Republicans don't want to get the vaccine. Trump supporters don't want to get the vaccine. No, (laughs) that's not the case. The vaccination rates in these minority neighborhoods are low. And I don't think this alignment, I don't, the alignment here between the the black community and the Republican Party, where they agree on so many issues, what people don't ever point out, the, the trait, the, the trait that they share in these views is just the trait of ignorance. You don't want to get the vaccine. My body, my choice. Okay, but it affects other people when you don't get the vaccine. Women shouldn't get abortions. It's not your choice, but it's it's your body, not your choice. Make it make sense. And come up with a better defense. Please come up with a better defense. Because it's not making any sense to me. And to even be... In that same group as Trump supporters, in terms of this this extremist uh, view and not making any sense what you're saying, and you being, you know, you care so much about other people's bodies now when you never cared before. I wouldn't want to be in a category with Trump supporters. So I'm just saying, wake up to that. And if you're not black, then eh, then maybe you learned something new today. But it's sad that I do have to see that. It's sad that, that I do have people that, that believe that, that are that are close to me. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And also, can we just circle back to this simple fact? Why are you making decisions about women's bodies? Why? Why, why, why are you some old, saggy, white guy making decisions about women's bodies. I'm not seeing the connection here. They probably don't even know all the parts on a woman. And they want to make decisions like this. Politicians are not doctors. Politicians are not doctors. Politicians are not scientists. All politicians are not economists. Politicians are politicians. That's what they are. And that's why they have advisors for that. 
you would not find one reliable doctor to, you know, that would agree that you're killing, you're literally killing a baby getting a, getting an abortion. You wouldn't, you wouldn't find a, a reliable doctor. Maybe if you paid one off, but doctors get paid pretty well in the first place. Maybe you have to pay them off. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you want to make a decision about a woman's body. And men, yeah, you're, you're, you're less affected by this. And like you, you could say, oh, the man is just as affected, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't compare. It doesn't compare to the person that's actually carrying the child. They have to, they have to deal with the pain. They have to deal with all that. They have to carry it. They have to put their life at risk to, to have this baby. And they're, and this is what the law is for. It's literally making laws about their bodies, what they can and can't do with their own bodies. So I do appreciate my, my men out there who are out there protesting, who's out there, you know, being on the right side, on the righteous side. I do appreciate you. But when you ever know the the pain, the pain to have politicians who aren't scientists, who aren't doctors, making decisions about your body, does that make any sense to anybody? Well, I guess. I guess it does to, to some people. Clearly pro, pro-lifers, quote-unquote. And I would also like to bring up the fact that, speaking of men, if men got pregnant, if men got pregnant, it would be so easy to get an abortion. It would be so easy to to get an abortion. You you could get an abortion at the gas stations if if men got pregnant. But no, since it's about women and we are in this society, a sexist society, and people they they want to ignore that factor. They think society is not sexist because of the laws we have in place. But no, again, what I talked about in one of my episodes about the starting line. The starting line and when people get to start, that makes all the difference. That makes all the difference in resources, generational wealth, education. The fact that Men, the fact that women couldn't vote, like, I'm, that's not, it's not clicking. What was that, 1920? 1920, women just allowed to vote. That's like uh, a little over 100 years ago. Why couldn't women vote? This doesn't make any sense. If, if literally, if this was an issue with the man... You wouldn't even, this, this law would not even be in question. It would not even be in question. That's, that's literally, literally. And, uh, now I would like to read a post, uh, on Facebook. One of my, um, uh, she was an ex-friend and, um, I'm not going to say her name, but it's just sad that people in our generation think like this. And if and if I'm saying our generation, and you guys don't know how old I am, I'm 21, but her post, the day Roe v. Wade was overturned, she says, The triumph 
of good over evil is rushing in like an unstoppable flood. What we're hearing now are the final districts of the dying beast, terrified of its impending and well-deserved death, howling out the last of its power as it is rightfully crushed. I used to worry that I would never live to witness the end of this destructive and self-worshipping age, but today brought in a bright new hope. Brace yourselves. Stay upright. But don't forget your earplugs. Hell hath no f- no fury, like a woman made to accept responsibility for her for her actions after fifty years of decadence and denial. It's giving Salem witch trials. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I know I said I'll be serious, but what the hell was that? She <laughs> what is this? Like I'm thinking she took this from a book or something. Um but like you got you got a girl twenty twenty one years old posting that on Facebook, and the thing is, the thing is, people freaking like people harder to post. You guys know how 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 Facebook works, and and then I'm clicking on their profiles, and it's people from her small little town. Like I'm still on this. Like like this is the second day I've been talking about because I'm just so in shock. I had to I had to block her for that shit. Like I could not. I honestly could could not deal with that. I'm like, I'm so done with you, girl. It's ridiculous. I can't. Can, can I can I read some some of the parts again that are just hilarious? The triumph of good over evil is rushing in like an unstoppable flood, huh? Final shrieks of a dying beast, howling out the last of his power. As it is rightfully crushed. What? God, I can't. Hell hath no fury. Come on. Come on, girl. I can't believe she posted something like that. And I don't know if she's a Republican or not. I don't I don't think she's a Trump supporter per se. But last time I checked, she was a Democrat. And she has views like that. And, like, you can, like, attribute it to... Her coming from a small town. Uh, but that's no excuse. Like I said, she goes to school with me. And usually people come to college to be more open-minded. And clearly, <laughs> clearly the influences of her background is, uh, is, is, you know, prevailing, you know. You know, like an unstoppable flood howling at the at the moon i don't know what 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 she said what the hell she said but it's it's come on come on you come to college to be more open-minded to to learn things and then yet you again you're being so selectively you you choosing you choosing what you want to believe in and the sad part is she is a political science major and i'm so embarrassed to have her in my major i think we have the same concentration too honestly i think she's a global studies I think she's in global st- studies, I believe, or GIS. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I can't, I really can't believe that. To to see someone so young be so stupid. And if she has her 10 babies, and we, they, we have to see those ignorant 10 children walking around. Because we can't get abortions. 
And that's why, like, although, you know, people complain about Illinois so much, I'm so grateful to be in Illinois at this time. We may have corrupt Democratic politicians, but at least they know where their head is at. I can get an abortion if I wanted to, because I live in Illinois. This is the time I'm grateful to be here. So everybody want to talk about Illinois taxes. Yeah, definitely high property taxes. That's what we're infamously known for. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, um, again, with this issue to get back on subject, you care so much about a fetus. You care so much about a fetus. Then it's born. The baby's born. Oh, lady wanted an abortion. She can't she can't afford a child right now. She can't afford a child. So she has the baby. She's on government assistance. We need to cut the budget. We need to cut the, the budget for assistance. Cause that is that's uh most government spending. And that's uh in like social security, uh the disability checks, unemployment, that's that's where most of the government spending comes from. And then what I'm saying is you you force this woman to have a baby. You forced her to have a baby. And now she needs help. She needs help from the government. Why are you leashing off the government? Why are you leashing off the government? Why can't you get a job? Uh, you you said I'm I, I had the baby and now see you only care about the child's life when they're a fetus. You don't care about them when this messed up foster care system. People barely adopting kids. People are barely barely adopting kids out here. People can't afford children. You don't care about that. You don't care about that. So maybe it's better if. You know, you if you know you're forcing women to have these these children. Yeah, it's a shortage of baby formulas. Seriously, and you're you're forcing these these women to have children. Say you get pregnant in college, you gotta stop. You gotta stop because of that you get you you can't finish. Then you can't get a good job. Then people fight for higher minimum wage. You should have went to school. You should have went to college. You told me to have a baby. You're picking and choosing. You don't care. So stop acting like you care. That's one of my big issues. Don't front. <laughs> These people are fronting. Like they act like they care so much. And they want to quote stuff from the Bible. And you don't actually care. Like honestly. I'm straight up about that. If I don't care. I'm not going to do it in the beginning just to look like a better person than I actually am. I will simply say nothing. (laughs) I will say nothing about it. I'm not going to go on your fake protest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So stop pretending like you care about these children like you ever cared before. Cause you don't care. You don't care to, to the point where kids can't even go to school because this mass shootings are so normalized nowadays. You can't even protect the children by making gun gun laws, safer gun laws. People are scared to go simply walk out the house 
go to school. You're not protecting our children, but you care about a fetus. So you want you want this child to be brought up in this world where they're not protected, but you protected the fetus. You 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 protect the fetus. C- congratulations. What else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna strengthen public education? Are you gonna have tighter gun laws? What are you gonna you know have more assistance for for single mothers? What are you gonna do about taxes, housing? Are you gonna do any of that? Or are you just gonna complain and saying how these people want to leash leash off the, off the government and how people want to take away someone's Second Amendment rights when that's not the case? That's that's not the case. You you claim you care. You claim you care. So do something to show that. Besides this, because you don't give a shit. You never did. Know that. Know that. Whew. And my final point I want to touch on is um, with this um, imbalance of partisan judges right now in the Supreme Court imposing their extreme religious beliefs onto the entire country because we took a big step back in time. And uh, one of the hot-button issues is possibly expanding the court. And I don't know. I really don't know. Because, of course, uh, the courts has 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 to be um, in an even number. So you add this judge, you add this judge... There's the next president that that comes in. They they don't they don't like this, so they're gonna expand. They're gonna spend the court again at their judges, and it's gonna keep on, keep on, keep on till the Supreme Court has a thousand judges on it. <laughs> it's it's just gonna keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. It's gonna get get to the point where it'd be like, yo, mama worked for the Supreme Court, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mama work work for the Supreme Court. Your mama do too. Oh yeah, I work. I just got hired. That's gonna, that, that's what it's gonna turn into. If y'all want to keep on packing up the courts, but we're at a point in time where what else can Democrats do? Republicans take take shit to the extremes, and they are literally rewarded for it. Nothing happens. They they aren't punished for what they do. They they have no consequences for what they do. And Democrats, we don't do nothing. We, we we try to uh, follow these laws, per se. I know not everyone follows the laws because everyone is corrupt in some type of way, some type of fashion. But for the most part, we do a better job at that at upholding those standards than the Republican Party now. So to continue this cycle of expanding the court, expanding the bench, expanding the bench, I feel like it's going to get out of, out of hand. But what else can you do? And Democrats are famous. Vote, 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 vote. Vote, vote, vote. And then what? You don't get nothing. You really, you don't get anything. You don't get anything for voting. You, yes, we got uh, the Senate, the House, the presidency. But Roe v. was overturned. And we're just told to vote and nothing happens. Nothing ever happens. So what does that what does that show? Maybe we need to fight fire with fire and be extreme. Is that is that an option? And then maybe this is the only thing to resort to. Expanding, packing the court.
And again, I'm not sure on that, but I would just say, what else can can we do? We have the House, we have the Senate, we have the presidency, and nothing is being done. These these Republicans are steamrolling over everybody. It's steamrolling over us guys. If you are a Democrat or whatever, or you're just simply pro-choice, they're steamrolling over our rights. So just know that. Now, of course, it wouldn't be a classical uh, sh- uh, put you to shame episode without me actually saying shame constantly or, you know, just me in general having a nice conclusion. But like I said, put you to shame. I would just like to shame, shame the Supreme Court justices who voted in favor of this and out of their partisan beliefs when they put their hand on the Bible, when they swore, when they swore and they completely lied. They lied to the American people. They lied to Congress questioning them. They said what, what, you know, what they were supposed to just for them to serve these life terms on the Supreme court bench. Just to make decisions like this. It is no longer an honor to be a Supreme Court judge here in America. It is not an honor. And they are seriously tarnishing the name of Supreme Court justices. I talked about Ruth Bader Ginsburg earlier. That is a great example. That is a great example. This lady hanging up right now in my room. I always have my poster up of her. That is honor. That's serving duty. That's serving without bias. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And thank you, Bill Clinton, for appointing my girl Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Because we would have been in a worse situation without her. It's like, it's integrity out of style. I'm thinking it, it is. Shame on you. And shame on pro-lifers. Using the Bible. Throwing the Bible against us. Throwing, dropping these verses like you rapping or something. <laughs> okay, I'm not feeling it. And then like the, the end of the shit I'll be reading. It's not making, I'm just like, um. And then you want to say shit like, it's the end of the days. The Bible's playing. I shouldn't shit. Nah, yeah. I, what do you, what the fuck are you talking about? When did when did you become a preacher? Ain't seen you in church. Heard you was having premarital sex. Heard you was not loving thy neighbor. You was hating thy neighbor. Clearly you hate people. Clearly you hate people. You want to be all up in their business, take their rights away. So make it make sense. Because like I said, it's a separation between church and state. So don't defend your point with the Bible verse. And even if you're not religious and if you want to say you're a pro-lifer, now you're denying science. Now you're denying, and like I said, facts are facts. Opinions are opinions. You're allowed to have your opinions. And they may be true or false. But facts are not meant for interpretation. If you don't believe it, then that's in your head. But it's the truth. 
So to go against science, to have these these judges and these politicians make scientific decisions, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And for you to celebrate this, celebrate with the with the Salem witch trials uh post. I don't know how long it took her to write that shit. That's ridiculous. To celebrate that when people are suffering and they're affected by this decision. And this this decision is going to affect poor people, of course. Poor people. Because rich people are going to find a way. They're going to find a way. They are going to find a way to get these abortions while poor people suffer again. Because they don't have access. They don't have access. And... I would like to also just say a quick story. One of my grandmothers, 84 years old. And you would like to I would like to say she is a walking history book. I listen to the older generation all the time. Some sometimes some ignorance slips slips out of their mouth and I'm like, "Oh." But I like to listen to what people have lived through because they they've seen it. That's their experiences. So I like to, to listen when, when she speaks and I ask her questions. And this is a religious woman. Goes goes to church. Very nice. She's a religious woman. Not again. And she's and she's she doesn't agree with, with the decision that was made two days ago. She told me this a couple years ago, back when I was probably uh 13, 14 talking about we were just talking about uh, Roe v. Wade and stuff she said before it was legal women were still getting abortions regardless it was just done uh you know it was it was more harmful to to the woman you know that people want to joke about co-hanger abortions or whatever but still, they were getting it done, and it was so harmful to them. But they, but they needed it. They didn't need the abortion. And then this law came into place, and a lot more women survived. A lot more women survived from this because it was safer when the doctors did it. And again, they, they take it away 50 years later. So... She has been alive through when it was illegal completely to when it was legal to now when it's illegal again. Imagine living through all of that in your lifetime and just to see time going back when it should be in the going forward. But we're going back and people seem to like that. But they don't want to go back in time to, to flip phones though. But they want to you know, go go back in time to to this to this stuff. It's not making any sense to me. And my point in saying this story is you have an eighty four year old religious woman able to adapt to the times. And you were twenty years old talking like you were in the seventeen hundreds celebrating this don't want people are in pain people are hurt from this decision 
and you want to sit here and celebrate that. You have a woman here that's that's religious and in every way possible, that's able to adapt to the times and to understand that. See that firsthand. See that firsthand. Women affected by, you know, getting these abortions to the point where it was legal. And the point we're stepping back. We're stepping back. It just really just just annoys me in that way. Because they're hypocrites. They're really hypocrites. You're forcing your religion on everyone else. Like I said. If you're against abortions. Don't have an abortion. What does that have to do with Sally down the street? It really has nothing to do with you. You live your life as a Christian man or woman. You live your life that way. What does that have to do with that? I thought we were over-forcing religion on people. I thought, but again, we, we seem to be, be stepping backwards. And until, until a court case that directly affects you comes into place, soon as that happens, you're going to be upset. You're going to be upset. You're going to be angry. And you're going to question. Why is this happening? Why is this? How did we get to this point? Oh, because this is the this is the start. This is the start right here. Them overturning this. So understand that. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. Shame on you Supreme Court justices. Who voted to overturn this case. And take a step back in time. Shame. On. You pro-lifers. Who want to bring religion. Into the conversation. Knowing that you don't follow the bible. Nor do you even go to church. Shame. On you. You continue. To do this. You, you you continue to do this and you're celebrating now. You're hypocrites. You're illogical. It's really not making any sense. You're choosing the information you want to believe and take in when there are facts presented in front of you. Shame on you. Alright, alright, alright. That is all for today's episode and first installment of Put You to Shame. Thank you so much for listening. I upload. When I upload, (laughs) it's most likely going to be in Central Standard Time in the morning. But for any questions or for my advice segment of the podcast called The Fin for Advice, please email fcoupe24 at gmail.com. If you need me to spell that out, f-c-o-u-p-e-t at uh, 24 at gmail. And I also have an Instagram where you can DM me there. And my Instagram is Frenice the Beast. If you need me to spell that out, F-R-A-N-E-S-E-D-A-B-E-A-S-T. I'm your host, Frenice Coupe. And always, 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 always be prepared to offend, to offend. Have a great day.